Yo, Dad, did you see those new white on black snapbacks from On Point Cast? Yeah, they are pretty cool. I really like the white lettering on the black New Era 5950 snapback caps. So how do we get one of those fat caps? Easy. Just head on over to www.onpointcast.com shop and you can see for yourself. So Dad, you're going to buy me one of those caps, right? Sure. I'm heading on over to onpointcast.com shop right now to pick one up for you and one for your mother. Thanks, Dad. You're the coolest. What's up, everybody? This is Dave and Andy Teleposki, and you're listening to On Point Cast. Episode 4 of the podcast has Andy and I interviewing personal trainer and health, fitness, and life coach Natasha Chervelle of Training and Nutrition with Tasha. Tasha has been an ACE certified personal trainer for the past 13 years and has expanded her personal training business to include nutrition consulting with a recent focus and push into social media and online training. You can follow her online at trainingandnutritionwithtasha.com. We hope you enjoy the interview and be sure to hit the subscribe button to receive future episodes as soon as they're posted. On podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, among other podcasting platforms. And you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter by searching at OnPointCast or visiting OnPointCast.com. While you're at it, you can also check us out on our YouTube channel with new and expanding content. Why don't you go and give us a follow on Twitter or Instagram right now, okay? Finally, feel free to reach out to us by emailing onpointcast at gmail.com with any questions or comments about any new or past podcast or video. Dad and I will try to address them on the next episode or within the video blog. Keep in mind that this interview is for educational and entertainment purposes only, and since everyone's health situation is unique, be sure to seek the advice of a medical professional before starting any diet or exercise program. Now let's get into our interview with Tosh. about how you got started in personal training and what your background is. Okay, so about 13 years ago, I started personal training, got my certification through ACE, ACE Fitness, and I was doing primarily in-home training to begin with, and then eventually I started working out of a few gyms in the area. Um, so I've been doing that for 13 years, both in-home training and also privately in a gym. But over the last, I would say, probably two or three years, 
there's ebbs and flows of the personal training business so what i was finding that you know you lose clients throughout time they come back they leave they're sick they take vacations so eventually these ebbs and flows were getting too much so i had to figure out some other transition to this business so this is where i've been coming up with an online training program and meal plan because a lot of people over the years either they don't have time for an hour to get to the gym and private training is pretty costly and people just don't have that in the budget anymore so over the last two years i lost a lot of clients due to those reasons and this is kind of where i am at now transitioning my business to online training so so how how has the business of personal training or gym memberships changed within the last few years last five years last 10 years kind of is what well, you just said. well the the facility that i'm at we don't we don't sell gym memberships so we're only private one-on-one -on -one training so you're by appointment you come in you meet with your trainer you do your hour session and you leave so we're not a membership like you come in you work out on your own um but over the last five years, because personal training has gotten so expensive, people just don't have that in their budget anymore, 75 to $100 an hour. People just don't have that. So looking back on all of my clients that I missed over the last few years, I wanted to get them back. There's, there's no reason why they shouldn't be training because of a budget so you know leading into that how do you see technology coming into play I mean because um, you know I know I see all these different advertisements now too for all these things like Peloton uh, tonal home gym yeah people want convenience they want they're able now to do workouts from anywhere if you have your phone if you have your tablet you can set up that, you know, anywhere. If you're away on a business trip, you can set up your phone or your tablet in your hotel room and you can stream a video at your convenience. Mm -hmm. So that's where technology is really headed because I had to really look into this industry and where it's going. And that's where it's going. People don't have that hour time anymore. They want quick workouts, 15, 20 minutes, just like the Peloton's offering in the privacy of your own home, but they're live workouts. So you can do recorded workouts or live workouts, which is what I'm going to be doing with my new business as well. It just seems like there's so many more of these technological devices for people's homes. Like, I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on like those types of things or versus, I guess, adding also like the social media aspect or just separate apps that people have or videos there's like sort of a lot of different types of things out there there are so your products like what you're talking about in the peloton and there's also another one like a fit mirror i think you can do workouts with this mirror that like is a trainer in front of you yes doing the workouts as well those products are very 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 expensive yes um so what I'm trying to do, because like I said, found that a lot of my clients that I lost over the years is because it's, you know, it's, it's a luxury personal training. So that's why I want to develop a subscription-based program that's affordable for everyone 
through using social media or different types of apps. Okay. How is data, data or stats used and do you see it helping with people's progress? Data meaning? I mean, I, I guess we mean stats. like, um, <clears throat> so I guess keeping records of progress. Okay. Um, I mean, I would guess personal trainers keep records of progress, yeah, like you yeah, improve like from this point yeah. to that point, or we do. So we keep track of all the workouts that we do with each one of our clients, so we can track their progress over time. If they've increased their weight, um, their weight and their resistance with their workouts, uh, we do measurements. We do we we weigh them, so we keep. Pro, you know, we track progress that way. Um, a lot of this online in-home training will be them tracking their own progress, but that's why the social media aspect of it, building a community and building a place for people to go to to talk about obstacles that they may reach or plateaus they may have. So that's where the social media comes in, and that's where I would like to bring more of a community together to get through those those plateaus or those obstacles. Okay. So yeah, I'm I mean I'm noticing I'm noticing online that you um you, you seem to be promoting like a number of different like recipes and nutrition ideas. Um so yeah. how do how would you say personal training and nutrition go hand in hand? Oh that's they're everything. So if you were looking at the the percentage, it is 80% diet and it's about 20% of actually working out to see, to see results. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people that I train, you know, we can put the work in, we can do an hour, we can do a couple hours a week, but I can't go home with them. I can't right. see what they're putting in their mouth, you know, what they're eating. And I find that's the most difficult for people. There's a lot of misinformation out there with nutrition it, people are confused, so I'm trying to show people through what I what I eat, what has worked for me over the last 25 years of my life, being able to keep a healthy weight, being able to stay healthy. That's me showing my customers and my clients, this is how I do it. This is what works for me, and this is what I think is the proper information that they need. Yo, Dad, did you see those new white on black snapbacks from On Point Cast? Yeah, they are pretty cool. I really like the white lettering on the black New Era 5950 snapback caps. So how do we get one of those fat caps? Easy. Just head on over to www.onpointcast.com shop and you can see for yourself. So dad, you're gonna buy me one of those caps, right? Sure, I'm heading on over to onpointcast.com shop right now to pick one up for you and one for your mother. Thanks dad, you're the coolest.
You're listening to On Point Cast. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter by searching On Point Cast. So it, it seems to me, and just like looking at your page and like your posts, that uh, you seem to promote a like high protein, low carb diet. And I don't know, correct me or expand on that if you know if I'm wrong. Yes. So the way of eating that, from all of my research and from studies, shows that a low carbohydrate and low sugar diet is the best to you know fight chronic illnesses and a lot of the diseases that we're faced with today. So we were told for a very long time that fat was very bad for us. Mm-hmm. Certain fats are. Yes. But when combined with a high carbohydrate diet, which most people have, that's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. So carbohydrates and sugar in themselves are just very inflammatory for the body. The body doesn't respond well to a high carbohydrate and a high sugar diet. So I believe what has worked for me and my clients over the years is keeping the carbohydrates low, keeping the sugar as low as possible, increasing your protein, and also a lot of fiber with your vegetables. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you do hear a lot about how, you know, what's the worst for you is the, the, like, the processed foods, you know, any, any of the processed foods or anything that has processed or refined sugars. Um, sure. You know, obviously, you know, breads and pastas. Um, and I, I yeah. guess, like you mentioned, I mean, you know, as far as like fats, I mean, the, uh, like the, the uh, what is it, the like omega-3 type fats are the best ones? So a lot of, a lot of the problems that we have when it comes down to either food allergies or chronic illnesses, um, they stem from people having too much of those processed foods in their diet. And unfortunately, that is the standard American diet. And our, even our rice and our pastas and our potatoes, they are so, a lot of it's genetically modified now. A lot of it is so processed by the time we get it they already have taken everything out, all the nutrients, and added it back in. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of health problems through this. I have a lot of clients that, you know, are struggling with a lot of ailments. And through even myself over the last few years, changing my diet, I was able to fix a lot of the problems that I had. Mm-hmm. So that's just the kind that. That's the road that I want want people to see. You don't have to take every single thing out of your diet. It's not easy. You can't be perfect. But I want to bring awareness to people to learn to read food labels, to know where your food comes from. Because in the end, it's 80% of the equation of getting healthy, of getting fit. Okay. What do you have to say to people who don't have enough time to work out or eat healthy? How can people with busy lives and lifestyles make the time to work out daily or weekly and make the right food selections? <laughs> All right, that, that was a lot at once. I mean, what do, you, what do you have to say to people who don't have enough time, who say they don't have enough time to work out or to eat healthy? 
Well, it's really about your priorities and if your health is a priority to you. Um, working out doesn't have to be in a gym. Working out can be a 20-minute walk outside. You know, working out can be using the stairs at work instead of the elevator. So there are other ways around that. And I tell people, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go into a gym, which is why this whole online training transition for me is big. Mm -hmm. But eating healthy, unfortunately, is, is not cheap. And I know that's a lot what people are faced with, with budget-wise, because of the foods that are on sale that do have coupons are not necessarily the best for you. Mm -hmm. So if you can, if people can just start to take things out of their diet that aren't, that aren't necessarily good for them, just doing that, they'll be able to see some changes in their health. Um, and again, you don't have to go to a gym for an hour to have an effective workout. You know, just walking, going up and down the stairs, doing some things at your own in your own home is just as beneficial. So back in the day, you know, when I first started working out and training, we were in the gym for an hour, two hours. But now with the studies and all the new, you know, uh, social media things, like that's just not necessary anymore. And it's honest, honestly, it's not even that good for your body to be in the gym for long hours. So, it's actually, I was like, I couldn't believe when you, I, I kind of got the idea that you, you know, in your profession, you have to be up early, but I was like, kind of shocked. You mentioned the other day you had to be up at uh, 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah, um, I'm up about 4.30, sometimes 4 a.m. Because I have people that work in the city, so they have to get on, you know, the boat to get into the city. So they either have to get, you know, on the boat or they have to get on the train or the bus to go work in the city. So, you know, they get their workouts in early. So, unfortunately, I have to get up early. But, you know, you, you make time for all the clients no matter, no matter what the time is. I mean, that, that was leading into my question. So, like, you know, how do you stay motivated and what's the best way for a person who's looking to eat better or exercise more to stay motivated? Well, I stay motivated because I know how, how it makes me feel. If I was eating a terrible diet, I wouldn't be able to wake up at 4.30 in the morning with the energy that I have. Right. Because I'm putting the proper nutrition, the proper food into my body, my body's working properly. I'm also getting enough sleep. So for me, seven to eight hours, I need that to, you know, to train my clients, to have a clear head in the morning, and also to get my workouts in. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a big thing. It definitely is nutrition and sleep. Yeah. You're listening to On Point Cast. Follow us on Instagram, YouTube, or Twitter. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to hear new interviews on topics ranging from music to sports and everything in between. We're also looking for partners to share your content with us. Please visit onpointcast.com submissions for more information.
What is the process for someone who's looking to work with a personal trainer? So like what's your like what's the process for someone who would like to maybe work with you or with you know any personal trainer? Like what's the like what steps would they have to start? What would they have to, how would they how would they go about doing it? Alright, so most people either reach out to me online uh, through word of mouth or seeing what I have on, you know, social media or they actually walk into the gym. And once that started, we do an initial assessment. The first session is always, you know, is always free. It's always on us. Um, and the initial assessment, we go over their goals, what they're looking to accomplish, um, uh, a realistic timeline for those goals. And then we get them in there for the first session. We go over the assessment, uh, upper body strength, lower body strength, core. Uh, we go over any health history, if they had any surgeries, if they're on any medications. And once after that first initial assessment, if I'm the trainer for them and we're a good fit, and then we, we book we book sessions. Do you have do you have any clients or have you had any clients who just wanted to train for something specific like a marathon or like some type of thing they're about to do or Yes, all the time. So we have clients that train for marathons, we have clients that are training for um, fitness shows. We train a, I train a lot of athletes, I train cheerleaders, I train gymnasts, and because I am a retired gymnast, that is definitely my area of specialty. Uh, but we train people, you know, after surgeries, you know, if they had a knee replacement, we help them, you know, get back, get back to what they were doing before their knee surgery. Um, so we definitely train all different types of people for all different reasons. So, I mean, do, do you work at all with, uh, with, uh, physical therapists or do, do they refer do, do they sometimes refer business to you or vice versa? So, so, you know, as a personal trainer, you have to know your scope of practice. So when it's not in our scope and they have to go further to like a, a physical therapist, then yes, I work hand in hand with that physical therapist when they come back to me. Okay. So either the physical therapist will call me up, we'll talk on the phone, or we'll do email and they'll send me a list of stuff to do with them, certain things, you know, to stay away from with those clients as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, how do you, how would you, or how do you get around the stigma or embarrassment maybe that some people might feel with uh, their own personal appearance or with their phys own physical abilities? Well, I mean, I do have a few clients where they aren't comfortable standing, you know, in front of a mirror. Um, they don't like to look at themselves. So, you know, when you build a, you build a relationship with these clients, so you you learn that about them. So when I have those clients that are uncomfortable, you know, in front of a mirror, we just, we don't work out in front of a mirror. Mm -hmm. um, or I'll stand in front of them, you know, showing them the exercise. And you always, you know, positive reinforcement will always help people feel better about themselves. Sure. And, you know, them just trusting the process. But that is definitely something that happens. But because I'm really good at building relationships with my clients, 
they they trust me with that. So mm-hmm. whatever they're comfortable or not comfortable doing, we just work around that. Okay. Cool. What is the biggest misconception people have about working out and eating right? Misconception. Biggest misconception Um, people have about working out and eating right. Well, um, people think it happens. They expect it to happen quickly. Yeah. And unfortunately, it doesn't always happen quickly. The human body is going to respond when it wants to. Some people, based on genetics, you know, will respond quicker Mm -hmm. than others. So that's the misconception, you know. They think once they first start off working out or their first week of eating right, they're going to see, you know, a big number. So we don't like to set really high weight loss goals for the first couple weeks Mm -hmm. because we're trying to get the body adjusted to the changes that we're making. Um, So I would say that would be um, one of the misconceptions Also, I think people think, you know, some of the exercises, some of the workouts are impossible and they're never going to be able to do them. Mm -hmm. But there's a type of training that we do, which is called progression. So we start off with the basic, you know, movements, the basic um, foundations of certain exercises, and we build upon that. Okay. I mean, I guess it kind of goes without saying, but... um, Uh, do you think that, um, I guess, as people get older, like, it definitely seems like harder, like based on your experience or the, the clients you've had, is it like harder based on their age to sort of maybe get into shape? Like the younger that you are, the easier it is? Or Yeah, when you're younger, um, you know, it's really, it really comes down to um, hormonal changes as we get older. So a lot of my, my female clients... Um, that are, you know, either premenopausal or postmenopausal have a really, really difficult time losing weight. Okay. And it's nothing that they're doing with, you know, their workouts are the same, they're eating right. So they are up against, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's the changes. Uh-huh. So for women, especially that are going through that, we really have to work a lot with their diet because at that age it does get more difficult. Um, you know, a lot of people too will use, you know, I'm older, my metabolism is slowing down. Yes and no. Your metabolism will slow down with age, but it also slows down because people don't eat right. They don't have that lean muscle mass on their bodies to, you know, to burn the calories that they need. Um, so there are, you know, a few different reasons, you know, a lot of genetics, too. Just because one person, you know, is able to lose weight at a certain age doesn't mean another person can because of genetic differences. So mm-hmm. that's what I see with some of my clients. Do you want to tell everybody how they can find you online or get in contact with you for more information about your services, either by phone or email or social media, maybe just tell us all your different ways people could reach you. Absolutely. Sure. So right now I am on um, Instagram and that is Tasha Nutrition and Training. And that's also my Facebook as well. Tasha Nutrition and Training. Yes. Okay. 
Um, and my website is almost done, so that will be up and running hopefully by the end of this weekend. And that is uh, TashaNutritionAndTraining.com. Okay. Okay, so and then you can contact me through there. And my email address for that is TNT at TashaNutritionAndTraining.com. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> uh, is there any other points or anything specific that you wanted to get across, you know, that um, maybe we didn't talk about or anything specific that you think you'd like people to know? Uh... You know, it's just um, really I think this is where the industry is going. It's really going to, towards online training, and I'm just really excited for my industry to be doing that because there is only so many hours in the day that I can train people. Mm -hmm. You know, so most people train, you know, in the morning or at night, and then there's a ton of dead hours in the middle of the day that, you know, people are either at work or they have kids, so they don't train. Yeah. So for me, this was a smart, you know, business, you know, transition for myself because those hours during the day where people can't get to the gym, I want to generate income through this online training company. Sure. So that's yeah. why I'm really excited, you know, to see this business go towards and, uh, I don't only want to train people that are in my county or in my area. I want to be able to reach people all over the United States or all over the world with this new business. And first and foremost, my clients come first. I want them to, I want them to be successful with their journey, their weight loss journey. And I'm really hoping that I can help a lot of people and not just my clients in my area. Mm -hmm. As far as your food ideas, like where do you get your inspiration for your food ideas? Well, I was lucky enough to, I worked in the restaurant industry for over 15 years. So I worked with some of the most amazing chefs. I learned a lot from them, how to pair certain foods up. Um, so my inspiration really comes from me working in that, in the restaurant business for so long. Um, good quality food, um, sustainable food. That's why I sought out a local farmer to get my meats from because I do care about our environment. I do care about, you know, the animals and how they are treated. So that for me is really important. And it's also supporting another local business, supporting a small business. And a lot of the, our foods where most people don't know where their food comes from. Mm -hmm. So for me, it is, it is important. Okay. You would consider yourself an entrepreneur, correct? Yes. I mean, so like, do you, um, like, how do you feel like the balance between like, I guess the risks of being an entrepreneur versus like being an employee or working for someone? Like, what are your thoughts on like kind of what you're trying to do now, which, you know, is, um, I guess it could be like taking, I guess you're kind of taking a risk, taking a jump into this other direction. Like, how, how sure. do you feel about I mean, risk is, you know, not a bad thing always. Um, but, you know, I'm lucky enough where I'm able to do what's called hybrid training. So right now I'm doing still in person, at their homes, in the gym, while transi transitioning this business to online training. But 
any new business, any new venture is going to be risky and you'll never know until you try it. And I'm lucky enough that I do have a good solid base and clientele in my area that if it, you know, doesn't work out as planned, I have that. But there's no other option than it to work out. So it, it is going to work out. It's going to be successful. This is where this industry is going. And, um, yeah, I'm just really excited about it. So. Okay. All right. Awesome, Tosh. Um, any, any other closing thoughts? No, that's it. You know, just um, stay healthy because with our healthcare system these days, you, you, you can't afford to get sick. So yes. that's really my priority and why I do what I do every day in my life. And hopefully I can just keep leading by example. And hopefully people, you know, will really benefit from this. Okay. And we thank Tosh for interviewing with On Point Cast. Be sure to give her a follow on Instagram and check out her website when it's up and running at trainingandnutritionwithtasha.com. Your health should mean something to you, and I think Tosh demonstrated the importance of taking care of your health and well-being. Thank you for giving us a listen, and please check out our other podcasts and YouTube videos for entertaining interviews, music, sports talk, and more. We hope to be back with you real soon on On Point Cast.